Do you know what burying your lead means? If you don't know, you might not realize how you bury the lead in your own nursing career. So tune in right now for episode 15 of the Nurse Keith Show to learn more. Welcome to the Nurse Keith Show, where I share with you the education and inspiration you need to take your nursing career to the next level. The Nurse Keith Show is your destination for savvy and up-to-date information that will assist you in creating the most satisfying nursing and healthcare career possible. Welcome and enjoy the show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nurse Keith Show. This is episode 15. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining me again. Always great to have you along for the ride. So in the world of journalism, the phrase bury the lead means that the writer offers secondary details first, ostensibly burying the important facts or the hook of the story deeper in the article. This means that many readers won't necessarily make it far enough in the article to get the gist of the story, and the newspaper or magazine loses readership based on poor journalistic and writing practices. So you might be wondering, what does this have to do with your nursing career? And I'll say, pretty much everything. In our careers, we can erroneously bury the lead, consciously or unconsciously, in various aspects of our professional lives, And this show is all about bringing your attention to some of the ways in which we do that. When you're looking for a job, for instance, you may bury the lead in several areas that can really hurt your prospects. And I'm going to talk about those right now, and we're going to start with resumes. First, I've seen resumes that make egregious errors in this regard. Just the other day, I was reviewing the resume of someone who applied to the home health agency where I'm director of nursing. She was a new nurse just out of school. And on the second page of her resume, she mentioned that she did 400 hours of clinical rotations during her nursing school experience, but she didn't give any details about those clinical rotations or what she accomplished during them. She didn't mention the skills she learned, the people she worked with, how many patients she served, or anything else about the quality of those rotations, and how passionate she was about what she learned and experienced during that period of time. Instead, she chose to use the first page of her resume to detail all of her non-clinical work experience, including her clerical work at a cash register in a store. Now, don't get me wrong. Customer service experience is a very important thing to include on your resume, especially if you don't have any nursing experience to speak of. If you're a new nurse just out in the job market, of course you want to talk about those experiences as a camp counselor, those experiences babysitting, the times that you worked in a store or managed people in a business. A lot of those skills are transferable to nursing, and a potential employer would love to hear about those other things that you did, especially if you're able to spin them in a way towards nursing and the customer service and the people skills needed in nursing. 
So yes, don't get me wrong about that. The problem with this person's resume is that she spent the first page of her resume talking about all the things that have nothing to do with nursing, and then her experience, both volunteer and as a nursing student in clinical, was buried on the second page. That did not make a very good impression. She didn't highlight the right things on the first page of that resume. And if I hadn't bothered to go to the second page, which I could have not bothered, I wouldn't have seen it. I've also seen nurses where resumes don't include their credentials at the top. It might say Jane Smith, and then the address, phone number, and email address. Shouldn't it say Jane Smith RN or Jane Smith RN BSN MSN? You earned those credentials. You paid blood, sweat, and tears for your nursing credentials. Wear them proudly at the top of every document on your business card, on your LinkedIn profile. Make sure those credentials are there. So many people leave them off the top of their resume. So sometimes I have to actually flip to the second page of a resume to see what credential the person has. That's bad form, folks. Definitely don't do it. Put it all out front. Don't bury the lead in terms of your nursing credentials. Now let's talk about cover letters. That's another place where job seekers bury their lead by including tangential information and extraneous data that isn't really going to strengthen their case in any way. So a solid cover letter supports the accompanying resume. It plays on your strengths and your accomplishments and your skills and paints a clear picture of what you have to offer building on the resume, not just repeating what's already on the resume. It's a supportive document, not a repetition. Also, some cover letters weaken the applicant's case by trying to explain a gap in employment in too much detail or trying to explain why they left a previous job. I've also seen people make excuses for being older in their cover letter. You don't want to call attention to the negative. You want to call attention to the positive. And if you're focusing on the negative, you're burying the lead by not focusing on those things that will make you shine to the person reading. It's going to make you look a little tarnished. So put it all out front. Put it all out there. Make sure they see the strong stuff first. Make sure your cover letter strengthens your case and doesn't weaken it. Some of you who listen to this are nurse entrepreneurs, or maybe you want to be nurse entrepreneurs, or you're just starting out with a business. So let's talk about this for a while. A lot of nurse entrepreneurs bury their lead in various ways. I've made these errors too. I'm constantly trying to figure out how I can make my case more clearly for the people I'm trying to reach. So many people in business or entrepreneurial endeavors, they create websites, and those websites lack essential information on the homepage. So if you're starting a website or a business, include a free download, something for free that the person gets in exchange for giving you their email address. This is common practice. It's not manipulative. It's what people do. If your website doesn't include links to your social media platforms and a clear call to action, your lead is buried somewhere. If the homepage doesn't say what you need people to understand about you very quickly and succinctly, that website fails in terms of connecting with the reader because you only have about 10 to 30 seconds at most to capture their attention. Many promotional materials that nurse entrepreneurs create also lack a clear call to action, and they include lots of extraneous information again 
that doesn't serve the purpose of the material, whether that's a brochure, a business card, anything like that. If your card, for instance, doesn't include your credentials, your name, and a clear notion of what you do, the lead is buried or sometimes it's missing completely. Just last week, I was looking at the business card of a local entrepreneur I know here in Santa Fe. She's not a nurse, but she works in, let's say, holistic health. So what she does is a little esoteric. It's a little hard to grasp. And looking at her card, I noticed that the backside of the card was blank except for a pretty artistic pattern. And I think that's a waste of valuable real estate. On the front of the card, she doesn't make an attempt to say what it is she actually does or what the result the client might expect from working with her. So her lead is buried, but actually looking at her card, it's actually missing completely. I don't even know what it is she actually does. Meanwhile, other nurse entrepreneurs fail to make it really clear right up front that they're nurses. And this is, for me, a really terrible oversight because nurses are, as I've said before, and I'll say many more times again in the future, are the most trusted professionals in the United States and probably other countries too. So why not make it crystal clear that you're a nurse right from the get-go? Those initials that I mentioned previously for the top of your resume and cover letter, they should also be on everything you create as a nurse, and they should also be something that you're proud to talk about when you're saying that you're a business owner or entrepreneur. If you're a nurse entrepreneur, stick that nurse label on everything because people trust nurses. And if you don't talk about your nurseness, you're burying one of the most important and valuable leads that you possess. When you're networking professionally, either in person or online, how can you possibly bury the lead in your professional networking skills and techniques? And I'll tell you how that's done on a daily basis. When someone asks you what kind of nursing you do, it's prudent not to first tell them what you don't do. I've heard people say, well, I don't do this, I don't do that, this is what I do. You're going to lose the person. Don't start with negativity. Don't bury the lead. Lead in directly with what you love, what you're passionate about, what you do. Later, you can talk about the jobs you used to have, the career you used to have, the types of nursing you did in the past, or talk about the types of nursing you choose not to do. If someone says, what kind of nursing do you do? Launch directly into what you actually do and love. If you're a new nurse and you actually don't have a job yet, talk about what your passion is. Talk about your professional goals, what lights you up, what lights your fire, what floats your boat. Get that passion across and let them see the sparkle in your eye. Don't talk about what isn't. Talk about what is. And when you're networking with other professionals, burying your lead also means not identifying who you are and what you do right up front succinctly. Let's say you're at a really crowded event, maybe a big nursing conference or maybe a medium-sized nursing conference. You have 30 or 60 seconds to make your case. You're working the room, you're walking around talking to different nurses and healthcare professionals. Maybe you're at a job fair or career fair. You want to make a lasting impression and you want to communicate it clearly and quickly. This isn't, again, meant to be manipulative. If you're at an event, you want to connect with people, and you want to cut to the chase and identify who you are, what you do, and what you're about quickly. Talk about what you love. Talk about your passion. 
make sure that that person connects with what you're looking for, who you are, and the ways in which you manifest your nursing and manifest your passion in your professional life. Taking networking a little further, let's talk about LinkedIn. You've heard me talk about it before if you've listened to this podcast. You might have read some of my blog posts over on Digital Doorway because you know I'm a LinkedIn expert. I'm a LinkedIn evangelist, you could say. And I think it's very important for every professional and every nurse out there. So if the top section of your LinkedIn profile doesn't include a really high quality headshot, your full credentials, and a headline that really says who you are and what you do, you're burying your lead. If someone comes to your profile, you want them to know right away what it is that you're all about. And if they have to scroll down to find it, you're not doing your job as a LinkedIn user. Also, if you visit someone else's profile on LinkedIn, you're going to leave a footprint behind. They'll see that you were there. They'll only see that top section of your LinkedIn profile. So make sure that top section has a nice picture with you looking straight at the camera smiling. Make sure your headline doesn't just say nurse. Make sure it says something about you. And make sure your credentials are clearly stated after your name. Don't bury your lead on LinkedIn. It's very, very important. Another way that you can bury the lead on LinkedIn is by not creating a summary. That summary tells people more details about your qualifications, your skills, your passions, what you love, what you do, what you've done in the past, and what you're looking forward to. If you don't have a summary, a well-written summary, if they have to keep scrolling to figure out what the heck it is that you do, that's not an effective LinkedIn profile. So do the summary. If you don't know how to create a powerful LinkedIn summary and a profile, go to my website at nursekeith.com, sign up for my email list. You can immediately download a 13-page PDF that will lead you through the process of creating a more powerful LinkedIn profile. And if you need my help doing that, I have coaching services to help you really maximize your use of that platform. So in conclusion, folks, if you're burying your lead in your resume, in your cover letter, in your LinkedIn profile, in your promotional materials, in the ways that you outreach and network with other people, and however else you're doing it in your professional life, there are things you can actively work on changing in order to make your professional life more robust and make your networking and your outreach more effective. And I'm not a really avid reader of the Bible, but in the Bible it says not to hide your light under a bushel. And if you're burying the lead in any of the ways that I've mentioned previously, you're hiding your light under a bushel as a nurse and you need to get that light shining out front so people can really see the light reflected in your eyes. So use these tools I've mentioned. Don't bury your lead. Don't hide your light under a bushel. Put your passion out there. Let them see the fire in your eyes. And if you need any help in that regard, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+. Email me at keith at nursekeith.com and we can talk about the ways that I can support you. Thanks so much for listening and tune in again in a week or so for episode 16. And thanks for tuning in.
Thanks for listening to The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from today's episode, and I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your career satisfaction and professional development. Be sure to follow the show on iTunes, follow at Nurse Keith on Twitter, like Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook, and email me at keith at nursekeith.com with your questions and comments. Stay positive, care for yourself and others, keep moving your career forward, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing and healthcare career better than you ever imagined.